Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. My name is Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And today, I'm not going to scratch it because it will just spread that darn Sicario. It's, yeah, I mean, every time every time it rains, like my Sicario acts, acts up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my hitman just acts up every... No, no, no. Um, sequel- First of all, Jim had to show me the trailer because um, he said, well, the, the sequel is... And I said... There was another one. I apparently missed the entire first one, which looked like something I would enjoy. Lots of shooting and things blow up. And I'd like to quote my oldest saying, why do they have to have love stories in movies? Can't we just have a little more action? We don't need this crap. I'm, I don't necessarily want to push one of your children to sing a movie that's about <laughs> straight up like creating like false evidence to make like drug cartels going to war with each other. <laughs> and I mean, and this thing is is hyper violent. Like it starts out with like a uh, a terrorist attack on like this department store mm-hmm. and eventually leads to Josh Brolin um, encouraging the individual to share information with him. I see. Um, now, uh, so like I said, I, I mean, keep that in mind. So there's no love story in this. Um, if it's maybe, maybe it's about a man and his love for destruction or maybe. his, his appetite for it, or maybe his gun or, or his, uh, Black Hawk helicopter. Like if that kind of love story, Jane, then yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It is a love story for our times. <laughs> well, she would love that. Love it. Um, do I have to know a lot about the first one other than it's a hitman and things blow up? No. Uh, honestly, the writer did a good job of making sure that, like, the the thing about these movies, it's not like every other film out there that these days that has to have um un un you know an untied plot threads a an after credit sequence like it that that was not the first film it mm-hmm. wasn't just like who did gonna is there gonna be a Sicario too like <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't like honestly I was surprised when I heard they were making a I wasn't mad. But, like, it's not the type of film normally that screams, like, sequel. It's kind of like Death Wish. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, I didn't know there needed to be a Death like, Wish Well, he just he or, keep, keeps on wishing about that wish death. And then six. Like, how old is Charles Bronson <laughs> yeah, now? <laughs> and then they redid Death Wish, didn't they? So who knows how many Death Wishes there are. Um, very self-contained. I mean, honestly, the only thing that... Uh, especially people that kind of didn't, because I mean, it wasn't one that had posters just blaring every. It did not have the the uh, necessarily the advertising budget of Infinity War. Like now, on it. speaking of, at the end of this film, does Thanos snap his fingers and anyone disappear in a cloud of dust? Um, I, I know, I know that um, Josh Brolin is in both of of yeah. those movies, also in Deadpool, like. Yeah. I'm giving him the MVP of the summer. That's right. He's become the Andy Circus of people not CGI'd all the time. I like I, I mean I'm not gonna lie, like I think Thanos is slightly less threatening than the character that he played in this movie. Like wow. I mean granted, like he I, I'm gonna go, spoilers. Um he does not kill half of the universe okay. in this movie. <laughs> um he does not team up with a merc with a mouth. In this movie, like I don't just full full confession, like I want to get it out there. I don't want people going in to see the uh, thinking that they're going to see something else. But it it almost the way that the movie felt to me 
the same way that I think you felt after watching like Goodfellas or Godfather, this is what that is to like the DEA and drug cartels. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't think I'm stepping outside of my boundaries saying that Josh Brolin and um, Benicio Del Toro are probably or would have been contemporaries with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino had they been alive in like the late 70s, mm -hmm. like early 80s. Um, they give these guys a lot of scenery like to chew. They give their, their characters a lot of uh, things to do in the movie. They're not just standing there like quipping unmotivated. Uh, and Josh Brolin is genuinely scary in this movie. I love saying that he is Barbara Streisand's stepson. That gives me a lot of pleasure because that's how I introduced him to the children. Hey, that funny, guy there? Funny enough, a preview for The New Star is Born <laughs> came on before the movie, which I was just like, because normally, like, okay, when I saw Incredibles 2, like there was a preview for The Grinch and, um, uh, not Big Littlefoot, Little Foot, like the one, yeah. yeah that made sense. Incre that's those are probably similar audiences. But I was just like, Stars, who is, who went into this movie just being like, did you see them Blackhawks in that preview? <laughs> and they were just like, I hope Bradley Cooper <laughs> remakes some Barbara Stra or, or a mu just a musical, something that's mute. What do you know? What do well, you maybe. know? Maybe here it is. Bradley Cooper played a sniper. That's the connection. And somehow he's he's in American the movie. American Sniper. And it's like like how R2 appeared in like Star Trek 2009. Like somewhere in there, the American Sniper is in yes. this film. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. That's the connection. It's 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 the new shared universe. It's Clint Eastwood's shared universe. Uh -huh. Oh. Sweet. I mean, honestly, these I would watch a shared universe. Like, forget about that King Arthur one that cost $170 million and made like a buck oh five. For, forget about the dark universe, which I honestly enjoyed the mummy, but I was obviously in the minority in that. This film right here, like I'm like, there's talk of a a third one. It is it is left open in a way. I said not 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 expressly in the way that like um, Marvel or DC like enjoy kind of like peppering the yeah. next one. But there's definitely possibilities, um, especially for Brolin and. Um, other characters in the film um, to continue their adventure. I don't want adventures is not the right. This yeah. is a very serious their, continue their, their quest or their journey. Uh, Journey's that, their good. Journey. Yeah. Their journey. That seems of less violence. Their that, violent journey through life. I mean, it, I mean, it's it earns its Tarantino violence or actually legit kind of looks real violence. Well, that that's what I Tar yeah. Tarantino's is. Um, it's it's right before it gets to like the Looney Tunes. Yes, like it's not there, like but it's just it's so hyper violent that this one, like I said, it it, it could very well be real. Like in a lot of the situations, I will guarantee you have occurred in like Mexico City or mm -hmm. Texas or like San Antonio or Corpus Christi. Like the 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 it, I just I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I might even go so far to say. It might be my favorite movie I've seen this summer. Really? Like it so just, a lot of violence and drug cartels. Your new favorite movie? I, I I've I've talked before about <laughs> me enjoy watching bank robberies. Like the movie, <laughs> the movie Heat. Like yes. I don't care what it's on. If they show that on Nick at Night and they had edited out like 
70% of the film, I'm probably still going to watch see, I that I have movie. to see it. I haven't seen Heat. It is. Uh, Michael Mann did it in, I want to say, 1996, uh, well, 95. already I know. Already Val was... Kilmer, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and it's about like a bank heist. One of them's a cop. Or, uh, one of them's a, there's There's a lot of narrative business going around. Mm-hmm. But like there is a bank robbery near the end of the film like they're they're like nine millimeters going off they're semi-automatics people are screaming every time i see that movie i get tempted to rob a bank that's <laughs> that's i mean it, it just i i can't not watch it when it's on i've got the blu-ray of it if they do the 4k like i will buy that i've got the old vhs like of it it's just it it is one of those movies that i i, I don't know like maybe Maybe it's because there is actually like masculinity and testosterone like in me that like I'm not completely aware Maybe of. That's just tapped into it. You know? I, I don't know what it, but like like I'm saying, like heat, I can watch that any day, any time, in any place. <laughs> and like the Sicario movies, I I have genuinely been impressed. Like the first one, I kind of watched on a whim. Like I think it was. Uh, Maybe it was on like Voodoo, like they had they had discounted it that yeah. day, and I was just like, oh well, I like I like Brolin, and I think Emily Blunt is in the first one, mm-hmm. um, and it, it about halfway through that movie, it's very like Hitchcockian. You are led to believe that Emily Blunt is the main character mm-hmm. in that movie for a majority of it, but like I'm saying, like it goes psycho, not not in the I, I mean, it, it, the, as the film did, it goes psycho about in the middle and just kind of flips. Mm-hmm. What you what you thought was going on in this movie, like the uh, Taylor is it Taylor Sheridan, I believe, is the guy that wrote it. He also he did the first one. Um, he did Hell or High Water. Um, it, it's like a western with with Uzis and Blackhawks. Okay. Like if you just if you replaced all those horses, and like there's okay. And again, I'm trying not to ruin a lot of this. Like you you just you want to watch it yourself. There's a scene where. Um, they're kind of these like cartel wannabes. They've they've got some we'll call it information that the cartels would find uh, of use, and they're like we're gonna we're gonna get in good with them. So like they're just cruising down the road like laughing, and like they just bring these two like DEA black Blackhawks over like the mountain, so, like go on either side of them, land on the highway, like just uh, open up the doors. The guys get it like. I'm just sitting there. I lean to the person that I was watching it with, and I go, at what point do you think they crapped themselves? Was it when they initially saw the Blackhawk? When he had, I don't know, let's call him 12 guys get out with uh, semi-automatic weapons and shotguns and started walking toward them? Or is it when they actually got up to their cars? I, uh, I don't know. And, and he was right. I think he was right. He told, he told me um, all of those times. It was so, just continuous. So if I'm in one of those cars, if I see the helicopters land, has my car run out of gas? No, like they are blocking it. Oh, they are oh. physically blocking. Okay, and I was this, say, I this would is a black hole. Basically, like they're they're like Humvees I, in I the know, air. I know, I yeah. know a former Blackhawk pilot. So, I, like, if I have a a bucket list or a wish list or things that I will probably never get to own or get to do, like. A Black Hawk helicopter mm-hmm. is one of those. Like, I would rather have that than a Ferrari. All right. Well, uh, good luck parking that. I'm sure the gas is probably... I, I, let me say, I don't know how to drive one. Um, no. I, I can't yeah. afford the gas mm-hmm. uh, on one of them. Um, and I'm sure the maintenance is also um, considerable.
So I probably won't have one. Mm-hmm. But um it's got a cool name. Oh man, does it? Yeah. Even has it like it is cool itself. Like if it was named like candy candy cane like bubblegum. It would still it would be, be ironic. People named. would just they would still be like shaking in their boots. And they would be like, I hate that they named it that. Couldn't they? I mean, couldn't they went with something from like Norse mythology? Anything, but yeah. but bubblegum like apple, a candy apple. <laughs> what? Why would you go with that? But black, I I wonder. Much like I often wonder, who names nail polishes and names of lipsticks? Who names these? The Blackhawks and the thises and the thats. I have assumed that it was a combination of Tony Hawk and Stephen Hawking. Okay. Um. The the two of them known for their wanton violence mm-hmm. and uh, I see that. military applications, I I think. I don't know that. Um, it makes total sense. I'm with you. I'm going to add that to the Wikipedia page, though, just to see if it gets edited out. <laughs> I, think, I think that'll so, be best. So, Sicario, the, the uh, sequel. Yes. You don't have to have seen the first one, but no. do watch the first one. Like, I mean, honestly, What's the first point, one called? Just Sicario? Sicario. Okay. The, well, this one is Sicario, uh, Day of uh, Sol- Soldado. Okay. Which is, I believe, translated as uh, like soldier or like sentry. Mm-hmm. Sicario itself is translated as hitman. So, it, I mean, um, bo- both of the fi- films are exceptional. The the writer in particular, like I said, uh, Heller, Heller Highwater, I believe was also, I want to say it was up for Best Picture. He was up for uh, Best, uh, maybe it was Best, I think it was Best Original Screenplay. So, mm-hmm. like, the... The the writing is top notch. Excellent. And it's the acting. It like I, I don't think there's a weak link in this movie. Like the direction was tight. Like I just I was mad when it went off. <laughs> they left some stuff what, unblown. What up. you guys? We uh, seriously something else to rob. I mean, I don't I'm not gonna have to pee for another two hours. Well, keep keep it going. <laughs> and that's why popcorn comes in buckets. Like watch watch this movie and tell me they did not just remarkably waste Benicio Del Toro in The Last Jedi. He was in The Last Jedi? Yeah, he was that guy that can, like, fix things. He's like, well, I, I can... I can, I can oh, yeah! I can fix, 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 fix it. That guy. Well, yes, Benicio Del Toro. I'm like, how is he not a Sith Lord? Yeah, I was or wondering... Or anything evil? I thought for sure he was going to come back to do something more, I don't know, interesting. And... You cast Benicio Del Toro, like, go back and watch Usual Suspects, go watch Sicario, go watch Traffic, and you're telling me that's the role you decided was the best use of his talents. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have any lighthearted roles, does he? he no, like, no. there's not... I mean, how could you? There's not a movie where, like, he turns into a dog because he doesn't love his kids enough and what needs to spend time with. Like, <laughs> there's not a Disney's Benicio Del Toro's, like, dog dad. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now. I watch, watch it. <laughs> oh, watch it. Watch it right now. Like, the dog, they're like, well, how does the dog shooting someone It doesn't have opposable thumbs? I want to see Benicio Del Toro show up in an Adam Sandler Friends movie. I I will I will guarantee you like <laughs> that would be interesting. Like, interesting. Maybe the film itself is not not interesting, it. but that scene with the De, Del Toro? Yeah. It's going to be worth it. It sure will. He's uh yeah, he's he's amazing. I wonder though. I haven't looked at his baby pictures, but it must have been tough growing up with that face cuz he is not uh what's the word I want to use? I don't see him as a cute baby, but he is an amazing-looking man and actor. He's got great character in his face. The the stare that Eastwood used to give in like the uh, 
the man with no name trilogy mm-hmm. like that one yes. the the one where he like he he's got the that squinty squinting thing. stare mm-hmm. like i would put benicio's stare up against like classic like sergio leone like clint eastwood stare <laughs> yeah that's what i'm talking about but i mean it, i mean in legitimately like to to extend from that it plays just like a western it's oh, modern awesome. day but i mean like p- people have got like sidearms like they're they're the places that you're in feel almost lawless. Like it just, mm-hmm. this is not going to be a film for Like I said, I, I don't know that I would unleash this on your daughters just yet. Maybe watch the first one. I've got it if you want to borrow it. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Well, maybe, if- maybe do that first. Like, and don't, don't take your grandma. She probably ain't going to be into this, <laughs> but like dads, granddads, like teenage boys yes oh uh-huh. my 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 12 year old and my eight year old are begging me and i'm just like guys li- listen and like I, it even enters my head though like that's the thing about it i'm just like but well, there's not like any like sex or nudity i know that's it's, what i was thinking about deadpool too it's like there's huh i mean i mean there there is like some uh explicit language yeah in the movie like, and it's definitely violent. Yeah. Uh, I like to compare my violence and whether the girls can see it on uh, orc pain. So they, they've gone through Lord of the Rings a few times. So is it more violent than orc on orc or, you know. That's, that man, that's a <laughs> image I didn't, orc on orc. Exactly. Gonna, <laughs> that's why I said We're going to have to take a break Meets here. So, back on the so, menu, so boys. I can, so I can throw up in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I compared it. Well, are they gonna? Huh? Maybe. Maybe I'm. Well, right now, right now, I'm working on Planet of the Apes. I began with the original, and I am very happy to say that you Anagra- skipped the Tim Burton one. I did. Thank, thank you, thank you for that. I did. That that's on the back burner. After they've seen all the others, if they want to watch it, fine. But I, I didn't honestly, want that to enter in. I would show them the Planet of the Apes TV show, and if I'm remembering correctly, the cartoon, before I did that. Yeah. I, and those yeah. are not bastions of no. quality or really anything else. I am thrilled that my youngest did not figure it out. You know, sometimes you watch a movie and you just know where it's going, or yeah. you have an idea. And sometimes I just watch a movie and my mind's completely blank. And it's like... Because my husband always goes, well, what do you think will happen next? It's like, I'm not thinking at all. I'm just watching this. And Jim that- and I really do need to start sitting together in theaters. Yes, like, you do. We'd just be like, and now this is about to happen. Give it, go, go green. Yeah. No, green. I, he, he won't speak in theaters. That'll just tick him off. He, he, you see, we can put a psychic link into the other's mind. The girls and I have got too much of an MST thing going on when we watch movies. Actually, people probably don't want to sit near us. I mean, I'll whisper, but sometimes it has to be said. People don't want to sit next to me, but it's because I'm figuring out what's going on. Yes. And like, I, Kristen is That's even, what integrates. She says. has commented to me several times. She's like, ah, she's like, I, I love you, but I hate sitting next to you in movies because you're not wrong about Anything, what's yeah. going to happen. She's like, I just, I want to be surprised. I've been surprised in four years because you you have to think that's right. and figure out everything that's going to happen. Anna Grace figured out the sixth sense like 10 minutes into it, and I'm just, ugh. I didn't tell her she was right, but it was just, okay. huh. I just ignored it. So this time when the, when the 1968 Planet of the Apes was uh, showing, I said, don't say anything about anything, okay? Nobody. 
she had thought it, and then ten, she goes ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah, no, she she started, and she said, "Well, I just thought that was too ridiculous. They I, that can't be right." And Jenna got up with her eyes like, "I didn't see that coming." And that's how I saw it. I was around 10, 11, 12, something when I first saw it, and I just remember it blew my mind. Well, the Planet of the Apes or Sixth Sense? Planet of the Apes. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, well, I mean, the problem with me in that ending is like I, I knew it yeah, at see, that point because it, I mean, it was part of the cultural lexicon. It wasn't at that for point. me because it, had, it was shown on TV. My sister said, hey, watch this because. Oddly enough, I was not seeing that in a theater. Like it's a lot more like people that watch, say, like Fight Club. Mm -hmm. Now you're not going to get the benefit, like of and for for anybody that hasn't, I'm not going to tell you right now. But um, there's a twist in Fight Club, and it's one that yeah, you would would have been. I think I was 19 when it came out. I I didn't see it. Like, and I'm like I said, I'm pretty good at figuring out. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? And the, came out the same year. I want to say a Sixth Sense. People tell you the Sixth Sense had the better ending. I disagree. We see Fight Club's one of those movies that I feel I've seen because I've seen so many scenes from it, and I realize I have not seen the whole thing, but I have seen commentary on Fight Club, and so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I never picked that up at all. And now every time I see a scene, it's like, oh, that's so obvious. Like it. I don't think it connects with me necessarily the same way. Like that movie was spoke to me when I was in my late teens. Like it's not, it it doesn't kind of affect me in the same way that it did then now, but I can appreciate the movie for its craft Mm -hmm. now still, even because I'm, you've got, it's basically about like angry young people wanting, you know, justice in the world and uh, taking down And it's got great catchphrases. Yeah. And like, chiseled brad pitt like and edward norton like just pummeling on each other like david fincher i have a hard time saying at the height of his craft because i I don't know that that guy's just not maybe panic room he wasn't on all the way on his i know that was still pretty good i'm saying yeah i'm saying if that's the worst like if that's when uh, david fincher's not trying i'll still take it like zodiac was exceptional oh yeah benjamin button like was exceptional Social Network was fantastic. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I'm, that guy's just He's knows good. how to make. I mean, intense again, like much in the same way that like you probably shouldn't take your grandma with you to see this. To Sicar- yeah. By the way, that's what we're doing. We're reviewing Sicario. Go see it. It's a uh, highly uh, violent, but well written. So it's not well mindless, written, well acted. Like the the production value. Like is that like. Like I said, I don't think there was a wasted bit. Of, like, I can go back through a movie and kind of edit it in my head and go, that wasn't necessary. Why did you put that in there? Like, all all of the movie, it, it's just, it's a well-made sandwich. Hmm. Like, it, it's from one of those, I like, love sandwiches. It's one of those New York deli sandwiches. Oh. Like, it just, the, the blend of, like, pickle with the ham, the mustard, the mayonnaise. Toasted. Like, toasted on the proper type of bread. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what this is. It's just a well-made sandwich. It's a good movie i would really like a sandwich now. it's like it doesn't feature like any iron men or batman or superman or That's okay there's no pixar animated pixar characters that show up in it but like i said it's just it's a well crafted film and like in a in a summer that is and i i, I go and see all the superhero movies i'm not dumping yeah. on that i saw incredibles i loved incredibles this is just a real change of place. Like I said, like the the action is real. Like the performances are very intense. Um, 
I just I really couldn't find a lot hmm. that excellent this movie did incorrectly. And it's doing fairly well at the box office. I think they had predicted twelve, but I want to say it came out at like nineteen one Sicario or nineteen. Opening weekend, it it will it will make its money back. It took about thirty five million to make. It made approximately twenty million openings, and so. that's domestic. Yeah, so it's like, just domestic. It's probably already made its budget back. If you th- mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll guarantee you, there's at least ten fifteen million. Or from the other like non-domestic territories. Yeah, that that is for sure. And tag, which we are going to see next. Tag, tag's already made. It's 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 money. It took twenty. I don't million I don't want to say cheaply produced, but they're just like they're not they're million. not extravagant productions. Yeah, and it's already made over forty million. So yeah. So there you have it. Anyway, Sicario, go see it. Not suitable for young, young ones, but I guess it depends on how mature your kid takes violence as to when you decide uh, if you're if you're it. okay with that. I mean, it's it's readily available in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not over the top, but like it's they, they don't pull the camera away right. when when somebody gets like shot in the face or something like see, that. See, for me, I always found it easier to for myself and to show my kids. If it's sci-fi fantasy violence, I know it's not real. Stuff like this that could be real. It it took me a long time to be able to watch Saving Private Ryan because I knew how well it was. Uh, I Not just because my dad fought in World War II. I mean, active combat. He wasn't at that, those battles, but still, he was in Italy for some time before, of course, he was captured by the Germans. But I knew... That this was horrible. I knew it was so well done. It would look real, and that and is, it was. It's not a boogeyman. Like, yes, it's not. It's not a dragon underneath the stairs. It's like, harder for me emotionally to handle that because then I think, yeah, maybe a fake story, but this is real. This really happened, and it could very well have been that horrific because that opening scene in Saving Private yeah, Ryan is is most definitely yeah horrific yet beautifully done choreographed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But horrific, and I, honest, I did not see it until last year. I couldn't bring myself to watch it, and it is a superb movie. So it is harder for me to watch things like this because of that, uh, and that's kind of where I put my kids. I've noticed if if it's a movie about a family or whatever, if there's a dog involved, much like me, don't hurt that. Don't hurt the animal. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm still worried about the dog at the very beginning of Gladiator. You never see it again. I'm assuming it led a happy life, that German shepherd. Probably. Went up to the farm. Yes. Uh, a, a down past Ryan. I was concerned yeah. that you would see like a, a bloody dog somewhere. You never do. But the entire movie, the first time I saw Gladiator, I'm looking for the German shepherd. So, I made the mistake of explaining to the kid, like, you know, Freddy Krueger or uh, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, any of those, like... Even even as a teenager or younger, like they didn't really scare me because I I had reached that point that I I could kind of see the difference between fiction and reality, and I knew that somebody can't jump out of your dreams, mm-hmm. like scary imagery, but like I mean it can't happen. I I was explaining to them why I thought like Silence of the Lambs was a scarier movie. And yeah, I'm, it is. And I'm, I I said I said cannibals are real, serial mm-hmm. killers. Are real. There are people out there like that will do these horrible things, and not thinking about it, I was just like, "Oh dear, I've planted that in their heads." And mm-hmm. sure enough, not five minutes later. So, 
so serial killers are real? And I'm just like, Ooh, yeah. What was that horrible movie with Stanley Tucci and he's the bad guy and he keeps the girls in the... Uh, um, he's a neighbor. It's the one uh, Peter Jackson did. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. The... I couldn't tell you what it's called, but it's so terrifying. Lovely Bones. Yes. Lovely Bones. Yes, it is. Because that, that can very well be... a. It's terrifying. The the thing I and I I think it was a Tucci was talking about it like while doing average or maybe it was on one of the commentaries. I don't remember exactly where it was. And he goes, I uh, when I got that part initially, I was very excited. He goes, and Peter Jackson had just come off uh, King Kong at that point. Like I, I was very uh, very excited um, that I had been cast in this movie, and um, I I had been told like my agent had been told from the casting agent that he's perfect for this. Like we did not see anybody <laughs> else in this role. And he goes, and it hit me. I'm perfect for what, what type of role? Like yeah. he's like the, the creepy uh, guy that murders people. And he's like, I, I wasn't perfect for like the romantic lead against, Mm-mm. you know, Sandra Bullock. I, I was perfect for this. And he goes, it, uh, I mean, the job still pays and he goes, and you know, so there's that. He goes, but to be told that you're perfect and that they could not see anyone else doing this, um, it, it it bounced around in my head for a while. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, Lovely Bones is a well-done movie, but it will haunt you, which is why I don't ever need to see it again. Much like Deliverance. Anyway, uh, Sicario, see it. Check it out. Both of them. The one in theaters, worth your money, worth full price. Is it worth full price? I, I would. Yes. Like, honestly, I... If I did not have other obligations, I might have saw it twice. Oh, and by the way, since it's new and we, we don't want these things to be too short, uh, for us, our only theater choice is AMC. And they have just started a new thing, and it is for individuals only at the moment, and it's called... The A-List. The A-List. And the A-List, correct me if I'm wrong, it's $19.99. It's 20 bucks a month. But... You, you are able to see up to three yes, films a week. a week. You, one person. So it's not you and you're buying all the stuff for your family. No, you, a single person, can see. Now, if you want to buy all of them in a list, like then they can see it three, four months. But it it is just for the right. Basically, the the ID holder. Like correct. I, I I Adam can go see it, but I also have to have my ID. You can't just hand it off to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not like your is, HBO login. If if you want to see three movies or one movie three times, and that it more than pays for itself. If you want to see them all in the same day, if you it, like basically the way I broke it down, um, if you are going to like over the course of a year, like yes. you're going to spend like what is it twenty twenty by twenty? That's almost two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh huh. If you were to watch one movie regular, like not a matinee, not like a three D, like you just saw a regular like seven o'clock movie. That's that's like fourteen dollars. You will. Well, I think it's like right around like ten or eleven. Like if you will watch two movies a month in a six month period, you will pay the exact same thing. Right. So I mean, like if if you're one of those people, like that, my mother would not benefit from this. Like I think the last time I think it was made for you. I think the last time she was in a theater was like Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, mine. like something like that. Um, that's not the type of person that's going to benefit from this. But like, I if you've listened to this 
podcast, you know that like I watch a lot of movies. Like mm-hmm. um this way, and again, like this covers 3D. Um, if we had an IMAX theater here, like it, it would it, it would yeah. cover that. Like it's any if you want to see it, the eleven o'clock showing, if you want to see the twelve noon showing, if you want to mm-hmm. go to the seven o'clock showing, it covers all of that. You've got three films a week that you can watch. I mean, you can pay to see if you want to pay and see five. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, if you and it also the includes the um, Stubbs premiere thing, which is what I have for fifteen dollars a year. You get all these other perks, which you get points for yeah. like watching movies, buying like drink soda. Eventually, like those points add up, and like you can get like ten dollars off. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're getting like every other movie, we get either free popcorn or maybe every three movies, we or get maybe a free it discounts ticket. the if you're yeah. per- still purchasing the ticket. Like if you're a movie goer, like both of them are honestly like it. Uh, it did a breakdown for me on like in 2017, I saved 101 dollars on it, mm-hmm. and like. I've I've got a big family, um, so like when we go to the movies, like we spend a lot of money. Like, yeah. So my points build up fast, and like I, I've I've always been just a a cinephile. Like anyways, yes. from as long as I can remember, I've enjoyed film. And if you're telling me I can watch, like maybe, maybe I'll go see Infinity War again. Maybe maybe I go back and see Sicario again. And isn't like, that awesome? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not I'm not I, I don't have to drop you know seven bucks, ten bucks, uh-huh. twelve bucks, whatever. What or you can go on a Tuesday and you get in free and you can take one other person for five bucks. On the, yeah, the two, the $5 so, Tuesday. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So uh, that is a new thing you might want to look into. They are going to roll out a family plan. So um, it'll be, I'm sure, off of the one person who's the ticket buyer and they can get yes. whatever. But right now it's just per individual, still worth it if you see a lot of movies. So I, I think that is pretty cool. And uh, that's about it. Tag is next on the horizon. And what else was after? Um, I believe oh, the Mission Impossible Oh, Fallout. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and is Wasp. next Tag, week. Tag, Ant-Man and Wasp. And then and I think Mission, Fall- Impossible. Mission Impossible Fallout is like the end mm-hmm. or near the end of the month. But so Ant-Man, that's what we're looking at. Ant-Man and Tag are Yeah, those will be, be our next. next ones. Excellent. So go see Sicario. Don't take the kids. And, oh, by the way, I did see Incredibles 2. I liked it. But? I don't know. I liked it. I just wasn't like, ah. Maybe I was just in it. I was really tired when I saw it. That's possible. And I know it was good, and I and it was just as good as the first one. I was just so tired. I was kind of like, I think Pixar, I could be napping. in a lot of its instances, sets the bar so high that even, like, even if they only, like, just meet it, like, the expectations are so high carrying the name Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like, again, Incredibles 2, like, if any other studio had been doing that, like, they'd be just banging the drum for that. But for Pixar, that's that's where their bar is. Right. It better be that good or yeah. it better not have the name Pixar. And it's on. good. And you'll like it. Just don't go out and see it if you're really, really tired because then you'll just... There was one point where I said, I could actually sleep because I am that tired but i was gonna see it on a tuesday it was the last thing i I did i will do that despite i i was gonna see it on a tuesday yeah and um but yeah it is good i no issue i i'm not like oh my god my life is fulfilled but it's a good movie there you have it i'm definitely not it it was not named our dog jack jack what do you want it it is not a waste of two hours no it is not a waste so just just don't go tired you just won't enjoy it
That's all I'm saying. Anyway, thank you for listening. As always, we deeply appreciate it. And uh, more goodies on the way. More film talk on parental guidance suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.